This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. Residential customers of Montana Dakota Utilities will be paying nearly $100 a year more in electric rates after a 3-2 vote by the Public Service Commission. Commissioners Randy Pinocci and Tony O'Donnell voted in opposition. At their meeting, commissioners said they appreciated the strain on families, and even those who supported the 9.1% increase aired concerns about the deal. The settlement was approved by the Montana Consumer Council and recommended by the PSC staff. MDU originally requested $10.5 million more in revenue, and the PSC approved $6.1 million. Instead, of what MDU asked. The utility asked for a 19.1% increase and got 9.11. MDU says it needs more money to pay for rising property taxes, investments in infrastructure, and higher operating and maintenance expenditures. As approved, residential customers will pay another $96.09 a year for electricity. Commissioner Ann Bukasik, who voted for the increase, said the increase results in about $8 a month. She equated that to roughly one movie without popcorn, two latte grandes, and less than the cost of a quality burger and fries. In a statement after the meeting, Melissa Holt of the Northern Plains Resource Council said advocates were proud of their work in pushing to cut the increase, but still disappointed in the PSC. Quote, we are extremely disappointed in the commissioners who sided with MDU's executives and shareholders over the families, ag producers, and small business owners whose electricity bills will increase yet again. South Dakota residents bear the lowest tax burden per capita in the region, according to a report Monday with Montana the second lowest. The Legislative Research Council, which provides legal and fiscal analysis for lawmakers, shared the report with the South Dakota Legislature's Executive Board during a meeting in Pierre. The report compared South Dakota with Iowa, Minnesota, Montana, Nebraska, North Dakota, and Wyoming. South Dakota ranked just below Montana for the lowest overall per capita tax burdens in 2020. South Dakota's total per capita tax burden for that year was $4,466. Montana was $5 higher. North Dakota topped the list at $7,554. The report also analyzed income, corporate property, severance, and motor fuel taxes. South Dakota had the second lowest property tax burden in the region. South Dakota and Wyoming were the only surrounding states that do not impose income taxes. Two Montana conservation groups have told federal authorities they plan to sue within 60 days if the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service doesn't reconsider its agreement with the state regarding exporting wolf pelts. The Center for Biological Diversity and Trap-Free Montana say that multiple and substantial changes to Montana's wolf hunting laws 
could harm the rare Canada lynx and endangered species. In 2021, the Montana legislature passed and Governor Greg Gianforti approved a bill that allowed residents to use snares to trap wolves, and it expanded the wolf hunting season. The group say introducing wolf snaring into lynx habitat is problematic, as was the expansion of the hunting season by 31 days. The groups also charge the new rules eliminate setback rules for traps to make it easier for hunters or trappers on motorized vehicles like snowmobiles. Two out-of-state investors are challenging Montana's residency requirement to own or invest in a licensed business in the state's marijuana market. Tom Reed and his father Jerry Reed have sued the Montana Department of Revenue in two separate filings, one in federal court and the other in state court in Lewis and Clark County. Together, the lawsuits add up to allegations of protectionism, contending that Montana's residency requirement violates their right to do business in the state. The Reeds argue in court filings that while the entire industry is one way or another dependent on out-of-state components, out-of-state business owners or investors are unfairly cut out of the enterprise. Out-of-state residents are allowed to come to Montana and buy marijuana. Producers must obtain lights and soil from out-of-state vendors, and the Cannabis Control Division uses a Florida-based software company to track products. The Biden administration effort to clamp down on untraceable firearms made from kits can continue for now after a U.S. Supreme Court decision on Tuesday. It's a small victory for some states, including Washington State, who say federal inaction has led to more ghost guns crossing their borders and getting used in crimes. The Supreme Court voted 5-4 that a Biden administration rule regarding the guns, which can be made at home from parts bought online, can remain in effect while a legal challenge against it moves forward. Washington State Attorney General Bob Ferguson joined 21 other attorneys general last month in filing a friend of the court brief in support of the rule which was issued last year. Quote, we cannot allow untraceable weapons to continue flooding our communities, which makes it harder for law enforcement to solve crimes and makes it far too easy for felons domestic abusers, juveniles, and others to illegally acquire deadly weapons, he added in a statement. According to the law, guns manufactured after July 1, 2019 that are not antique and cannot be traced by law enforcement with a serial number. Hobbyists can still make guns at home if they use parts with serial numbers. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRT-DB webpages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide with listeners in now 51 U.S. states and Canadian provinces, three Native American nations in 31 countries on six continents. We also post expanded versions of our stories on Facebook. Made in Montana news is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH, 100.1 FM in Helena, 
Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation, PIVA Radio of the Northern Cheyenne Nation, and Crow Res Radio of the Crow Nation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.